Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Ryan Leonard. And I am Sean Oak. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Ryan. Uh, Tax season is uh, here and the deadline is here. So that's a little, uh, how would I say, saddening since I owe the government a little bit of money. But, uh, you know, other than that, things are going well. Yep. I mean, it's something that we all have to deal with this time of year, but, you know, try to keep my mind off it and focus on how nice the weather is, at least. There you go. And uh, considering that when people file their taxes, often uh, fraud gets brought up, that will uh, be a little segue into our episode today. Yeah. So uh, several months ago, we discussed the taboo F word that seems to be thrown around a lot. Yes, that F word, fraud. Today, we're going to expand on our previous discussion and also talk about fraud in the context of the Code of Ethics. Let's start with a quick refresher. There are different kinds of fraud, namely civil and or criminal. If you engage in fraudulent activities, you could very well be facing criminal and civil actions at the same time. Let's also not forget there are different jurisdictions, and you could face the federal government and the state government as well. Well, what constitutes fraud? Let's talk about civil fraud in Virginia. The most basic fraud is a false representation of a material fact made intentionally and knowingly with the intent to mislead. There also must be reasonable reliance by the party misled and resulting damage to them. So how does this relate to the Code of Ethics? There are several articles in the Code of Ethics that could and would likely apply where a realtor is accused of fraud. The articles we are going to discuss are Articles 1, 2, and 12, but keep in mind that fraudulent activity could potentially implicate other articles as well. In short, Article 1 requires realtors to be honest with all parties. Article 2 requires realtors to avoid exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to a property or transaction. And Article 12 requires realtors to be honest and truthful in their communications and marketing. Let's start with Article 1, which requires realtors pledge themselves to protect and promote the interests of their client. This obligation to the client is primary, but it does not relieve realtors of their obligation to treat all parties honestly. Additionally, even when working on a transaction in a non-agency capacity, realtors are obligated to treat all parties honestly. Article 1 requires realtors to protect and promote the interests of their client, and because of this duty, it may be tempting for a realtor to be dishonest with the other side of a transaction. For example, Imagine a buyer requests repairs be done to a home that is under contract, and the buyer wants the repairs performed by a licensed contractor. Imagine in the same scenario that you represent the seller, and your seller wants to save money and have the repairs completed by a handyman who is unlicensed and asks that you hide this fact from the buyer. On one hand, you are obligated to protect and promote your seller's interests in saving money on the repairs, but more importantly, 
you are required by the code of ethics to be honest with all parties to the transaction. That's right. While you may be obligated to keep your seller's expenses to a minimum, if that is the seller's goal, you cannot communicate something you know to be false to the other side of the transaction. In that case, the realtor should discuss his obligations under the code of ethics with his seller and attempt to reach a resolution that promotes the client's interests while being honest with the other side of the transaction. All right, so let's move on to Article 2, which requires realtors to avoid exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to the property or the transaction. The question you might ask is, what is a pertinent fact? Here, Standard of Practice 2-5 can help us understand what a pertinent fact is by describing what it is not. Yes, uh, Standard of Practice 2-5 states, factors defined as non-material by law or regulation or which are expressly referenced in law or regulation as not being subject to disclosure are considered non-pertinent for purposes of Article 2. For example, Code of Virginia Section 54.1-2131.B states, a licensee engaged by a seller shall disclose to prospective buyers all material adverse facts pertaining to the physical condition of the property, which are actually known by the licensee. And subsection B.ii indicates matters outside the boundaries of the land or relating to adjacent or other properties in proximity thereto do not pertain to the physical condition of a property. Therefore, items that fall under subsection B.ii would be non-material and not pertinent under standard of practice 2-5. If we return to our prior example of a seller wanting to use an unlicensed contractor to perform repairs requested by a buyer who is under contract, that would be pertinent under Article 2 because repairs to the home involve the physical condition of the property. Thus, exaggerating, misrepresenting, or concealing such facts would be a violation under Article 2. But what if a realtor exaggerated or misrepresented a fact about an adjacent property? In that case, the exaggeration or misrepresentation would be a non-pertinent fact under Article 2 and would not be a violation under Article 2. However, the realtor would still be in violation of Article 1 for not being honest with all parties. The last article we will discuss is Article 12. Article 12 states, realtors shall be honest and truthful in their real estate communications and shall present a true picture in their advertising, marketing, and other representations. Like Article 1, Article 12 also requires realtors to be honest in their communications pertaining to real estate, and Article 12 goes further into requiring honesty and truthfulness in advertising and marketing. For example, if a seller of a residential property constructed an additional bedroom, but the work was not permitted, and the realtor knows the added bedroom was not permitted, the realtor cannot advertise the property as containing the extra bedroom in the marketing materials or in the MLS. If the realtor knowingly markets the home as a four-bedroom home when the fourth bedroom was not permitted, that would be a violation of Article 12. However, the realtor can still market the home and describe the extra room. He or she would just need to make clear in any communication, marketing, or advertising that the added room is not permitted. Remember, fraudulent activity could implicate other articles under the Code of Ethics. Additionally, fraudulent activity could result in a civil judgment, criminal penalties, and professional standards discipline. 
Keep in mind that as a realtor, you are often not required to disclose certain information to the other side of a transaction. However, if you lie about a material fact, and that lie induces the other side to enter into or proceed with a transaction, then you are wandering into fraudulent activity territory. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Law and Ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2023. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.